0: Hello, and welcome to the Girls Gone Canon season? Holiday special? Wrap-up? Finale? I don't know. We're still workshopping the name. I am one of your hosts, Chloe. And I am another one of your hosts, Eliana.
1: Yeah, we were talking about mid-season... Finale, but then you said wrap up, so I was like, "Is it Girls Gone Canon Unwrapped?" Which I'm pretty sure we had discussed at another, in another episode. I think we threw the, the word "unwrapped" around with our Spotify Unwrapped and such.
0: Mm, Spotify owns that one. Yeah, you know.
1: yeah, but yeah. I don't think they're opposed to us, you know. But it feels like plugging it. it. Spotify sponsor Unwrapped is us. kind of
0: vulnerable. It,
1: it is, it is, and I mean that's kind of what we're doing in this episode, which was going to be a different episode for something else, but.
0: Yeah, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you maybe are a fan of His Dark Materials or A Song of Ice and Fire, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. We're so happy to have had you here this past year or longer if you're a longer time listener with us. And this week was supposed to be, you're supposed to be listening to, right this moment, from our mouths, the His Dark Materials Series 3 show, entire show, finale. However... (laughs) We're little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> what really do you no... mean? I'm a big bitch. So. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We're big bitches. But I'm. it's very sad. Uh, and, and, you know, we won't give you, since who knows if you're a fan of one or the other, we're not going to give you any major plot spoilers. But we will talk a little bit about, I know this year we listened to and watched lots of things and read lots of things. And we did watch this which ruined our lives so you will not have an episode on it for another week we need to breathe we need to digest it was
1: (sighs) i don't know it's a lot it's a lot like i finally was able to watch it this past weekend and by that i mean christmas eve (laughs) And by Christmas Eve, I mean 1 a.m. technically on Christmas Day. And so I've ended this whole yeah. series by myself in the darkness at 3 a.m. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm alone.
0: <laughs> this morning, when we were prepping for the episode we're not recording <laughs> right now, I was I wasn't even like rewatching. I was going through on 2x and hitting the right arrow key on my keyboard to just get, you know, the major plot points down and make sure I know what I'm thinking about and kind of re-anchor myself but by re-anchoring myself I gave myself a mental fucking breakdown so, that was good that was fun, it was so good, like, this is all we mean this positively Uh, I would hope you at home can differentiate that, that like, we do mean this positively because I mean, let's put it this way. I'm going to just quote a line from the recent
1: series of His Dark Materials of why would you want to watch a film that makes you feel horrible? But I, I don't remember if I got it verbatim. But, like, that's just what we do. That's why we're here covering <laughs> A Song of Ice and Fire. So it's... it. It,
0: yeah, famously happy story. It's
1: good, right? I don't want to dissuade people from experiencing the story. It's just one of those things that, like, we, we cover pretty gut-wrenching stuff, I think, you and I. Like, for example, last year. It was last year, right? I don't even know how time works anymore. We did those Madeline Miller books. And...
0: Yeah. I think that was somewhat... Was that this year? I think this that year? was last year and this year. I'm not... No, Cersei was this year. Both. Right, right. Kirk-y. Yeah, I think Achilles and Patroclus... Gay sad boys. That was twenty one. Yeah, I'm losing track of time, everyone. Yeah. But we, I've
1: we've done our best to kind of unwrap slash wrap this year. And l- just so you know, <laughs> we're taking a little bit of inspiration from one of our friends, who's also a big fan of his Dark Materials, and joined us for an episode. Tana, hello Tana, and we are we are one hit wondering this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, and another nod slash shout out. I have to say is to my roommate's podcast, Poor Quentin from Not A Cast. (laughs) They, uh, I mean, look, no one can fucking trademark a year wrap-up, a year-end podcast, right? But they have done year-end podcasts for the last few years. And I love getting to hear that. No, I really do, though. Like, all jokes and bits aside, running jokes and gags aside, shenanigans. Like, I know Emmett has really had a blast getting to just take a little... A little time off and wrap up and yeah. chat about things we're watching or playing this year, and even some of the stuff we might look forward to next year. And I do feel like this has been a super long year, like oh, this yeah. year of media too. We had a lot. I, I just listing all the stuff we were watching. I was like, wait, that was this year? I did that. Whoa. Yeah,
1: and not everything that we're gonna list is stuff that came out this year, right? It's just stuff that we came to this
0: year. Yeah. And. Yeah. Where our heads were. I mean,
1: also, you know, I think that when you talk about your roommate and, like, Unwrapped, I feel like media isn't the only thing that he's unwrapping together with you, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) gonna... She's like, I regret one hit wondering this. (laughs) I don't know what you're saying, (laughs) Eliana. I actually do not know. So, glossing over that, you know, the other thing we did watch this year that... Some of you will immediately know Like we said it's House of the Dragons We're gonna get into some of the things We both watched like together or apart We actually have watched some shows Together real cute like that (laughs) Uh, We've also watched things Not at all like she's watched some stuff I haven't Touched I've watched some stuff she hasn't even Thought about and You know some games too I guess We're playing video games yeah that Kind of ruined my life this year too so we'll start (gasps) Off with some hot D overall Hot D we got the hot D we were given the hot D. The hot D was received. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. What what was your overall feel on that? We covered it episode by episode, so you guys, please go check that out if you have not. We had a blast. We just were there for Vibes. Yeah, I don't know if my
1: opinion has really changed since the season, right? Like, I thought that it was a great time. I think that they're adapting it in a, in a way that works really well for character beats, etc. And I'm excited to see where it goes. You know, obviously, like... I don't know that it's perfect or not, but I'm having fun with it.
0: Yeah, I think getting to come come at it from such a different angle than the last time we went about a Universal show, Game of Thrones, Universal presents Game of Thrones. Uh, Yeah, Game of Thrones was a different beast, and this was just fun. And I tried not to get too, I don't know, I tried not to get into all the discourse and all the he said, she said stuff, and who knows, and the book said this, except it's three different perspectives and none of it's true, and it's a book. (laughs) Um, But that kind of shit. You know, I didn't try to get too wrapped up in that, and I had fun. I shit-posted my whole life through it. There were some great moments. There was some, like, evocative shit. There was some shit that made you real sad. I think they presented some of those moments and those beats really well, and I think it's gonna really lead into a very vicious, awful Lots of discoursey season two, which is gonna be a blast. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I'm gonna love I it. I have one shit
1: post that people seem to really like about Stannis not like being the true heir to the throne because he couldn't make the fucking table light up, which is the table was awesome Your first power. of all, and also like yeah, you were talking about the different perspectives in the book, right? Because it is kind of it's an untrue telling in some ways. And I think that actually lent itself to being a really strong point for the show. So, and I think that's something that I, we'll discuss this whenever we actually record the final episode of His Dark Materials. And also like, I've, <clears throat> I've talked about it in our coverage of that, like, th- that's hard for me to like still separate the two, right? Because it, one is an adaptation of that story, whereas like House of the Dragon, you know, they're free and I'm happy
0: for them for that. yeah i think that's another really fun thing i think even i mean not just from that but like from any standpoint of adapting a story it's hard for something that is a beloved yeah right like george's works have become beloved B dense yeah complicated I mean what do you sacrifice what do you keep when it comes to a storytelling lens Mm -hmm. right and historic materials like you said we really I do applaud them there are some things with the final season that you and I have griped about to each other or on air but that's I mean I think there's some pretty moderately good critiques in the long run that we'll look at and think about themes but otherwise they really nailed a lot of yeah and they had a lot to work there was a lot of stuff that I did not think they could and they did I think what's clear to me with both of these shows
1: is that the people who are adapting them love the material right they love the story they love the characters they love the people who who wrote it right whether that's Pullman or Martin or uh, anyone else and I think having passion for the story that you're adapting even if it's imperfect people will feel that people can tell when you care and that's
0: like that comes through I, that, I could not have put it better myself. That is, thank you, Eliana. Wow. Well done. Well played. the holidays. we about Because that's feelings. true. Like, <laughs> we, in 2022, we still got adaptive pieces that actually were made by people that were passionate about the art they were making, which maybe I was a little bah humbug <laughs> about it in previous years. <laughs> but uh, seriously, because it felt like in 2021 and 2020, it, I did not feel as excited about the media I was watching. Hmm. Maybe that's a change in me, but I do feel like there were some really passionate adaptive pieces and shows recently that have just reawakened it for me i don't even remember what i watched
1: in 2020 and 2021 my mind was a blur i will say there are some things that i was passionate about in 2020 for example this is not a, a media adaptation but like animal crossing new horizons that was so Ugh. fun in 2020 i need to boot that up again whenever i find that my was an Switch. experience yeah, n- absolutely
0: so there's that it's not the same anymore though you know that, right? It's like I mean, it is, but it's just the passion is just dimmed a little. That's all. <laughs> I hear it isn't. It isn't. You know, like I don't need it in the way that I was like craving,
1: uh, being able to hang out with people and uh, holding parties on each other's islands, right?
0: Totally. <laughs> that no, was, it was that so was a time.
1: But also, I hear they've added a bunch of like other stuff that I do want to experience someday. You know, like the the coffee I have shops. I've come back a couple times. And this like year. the droid things that I don't remember what they're called.
0: Mm-hmm, that you bury in the ground. Yeah, and then they, like, and do then fun they grow. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I uh, I fell off, but I've revisited a few times this year. Unfortunately this year, what I have fallen into that is not unlike Animal Crossing is Disney Dreamlight Pile. I've seen you all talking um, <laughs> about that. I've seen
1: you all talking about that, and I
0: was like, what is this? <laughs> One of our friends, Janice, a friend of the podcast, has done some really great actually some really great poems about a song of ice and fire and his dark materials that we've talked about once in a while on here but she was posting about it so i checked it out and one of my best friends dylan in like irl space was like i'm playing this and i'm kind of addicted and it's shameful like we were both like we're very ashamed of what we're doing but it was like 30 dollars for the regular next year i guess it's going to be free to public but like if you get the pack now you get like extra stuff and it's kind of work it worth it but next year next year when it's free we'll get like special i don't know special privileges in comparison to other people but it's basically like animal crossing meets stardew valley meets disney characters and it's got a little plot and you get to bring different characters and it's kind of fun it's just like a vibes game and sometimes i need a good vibe uh so i've been playing a little bit of that pretty shamefully is there
1: a crossover at all with like kingdom hearts
0: not yet, but my husband keeps making fun of it and saying, like, <laughs> when is Sora showing up, babe? I'm, like, I'm glad, away, I'm glad that we both had that thought. The look of it is kind of Kingdom hearts actually. Mm. I will show you some, some hot pics. I'll QR code you those. There's a thing in app. Aren't they putting out? They're going <laughs> to put out a fourth one, right?
1: Or something. Sometime. I, I feel like I heard someone talking about that, because the third one finally came out after a long time. Am I imagining that? Do, 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 do.
0: Do do sorry, Oh, sorry, just getting into it. I got that that theme in my head. Yeah, I think they're doing a 4th Okay. I've played most of them. I own most of them. I only played the first one, and things keep happening. First is the best. Well,
1: I, I want to play the second one and the third one, but things keep happening to Like every console that you know, I I ever touch, and we'll get into that in a second. Like it, in a physical way, something happens to them. Like they disappear on me, and. Uh, let's talk about some of the media that you and I both watched or or consumed in some way this year.
0: Yeah. Before we get into games, we got sidetracked. We love video games. Uh, <laughs> we flick, are going to talk bitch. about
1: some video games though, but not there yet.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll tell you a couple more here. But some of the top things we watched. God, uh, I got you and you finally watched White Lotus. Yeah. I finally watched it though too. I mean, this was only a few months ago. I watched. I think it, you. But... Yeah.
1: I I want to say that. I thought that you didn't watch it that much longer ago than I did, but also I have no sense of time at all, but it wasn't, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My, my track record was much faster on this one than usual, so.
0: It's really gripping after you get a few in, is the thing. It's got a really, season one especially has a really good slow burn, mm. where all of a sudden when you get halfway through it, season one, uh, it really grips you, but season two was also, like I had to watch a lot of it fast. I, I was burning for it. That one got me too. But Mike White, he did a season of Survivor, the guy that really? is the head I actually of the did show. not know that. Yes. Yeah, so think <laughs> on that. Right? He's done a bunch of other stuff, but you can you can feel that in the show. If you haven't watched White Lotus at home, uh it is basically a show about the White Lotus Resort, which is basically just like a really fancy four seasons in different locations. Season one is Hawaii, and season two is in Sicily, and it's kind of basically like you go follow rich families, couples, people to these hotels, to these nice resorts, and watch the stories unfold, and they interact with one another, they interact with locals, they interact with the staff, and lots of drama, lots of drama, and sometimes, like, there's something great in season two that like the end is more of like a bitter, like irony, bitter coincidence, kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy in some of the ways. Like you get built up thinking it's going to be something and then it's not. And in both of the seasons, it starts with kind of an interesting front scene that'll tickle your fancy a little and get you, get you guessing at the start. You know, you'll, every episode you'll be like, there's a mystery. I must unravel it. Uh, Not rings of power style. Oh, oh my God. I mystery. forgot. We should, we should but... put
1: that on this list. I forgot. I had to, shit wiping it from my memory i know people there are some people who loved it
0: it was fine In was it, it? I mean, retrospect i think it was okay i don't want to like I, it. i the last episode was laughable but i think it was very beautiful and the world building was pretty and i think like for being such a big waste of money <laughs> it's still beautiful and the actors did a great job and the music's really good you know what i mean so it's like it's not it's a little different than how game of thrones was i will but like i was invested up until what episode six okay like especially episode like i wasn't invested at the beginning but episodes four through six of rings of power had me gripped where i was like okay this could do something <laughs> and then seven was okay it was like also building me up and then the last one was like oh well what what no it was um but i, think, I was hating on it i think the whole it could time. be better as an overall as an overall,
1: Let, maybe next Sunday. season will be better. But I'll I'll go over my gripes. But first, I want to still loud, White Lotus, and yeah, yeah, it was absolutely fun. I had no idea what it was going into it because I didn't want to. So I don't even know it was about a resort. Yeah. I was just like, look at all these, people with this filter over them. Every time I see this banner from HBO, and I was like, interesting. This doesn't look <laughs> anything like Pie Show. From Avatar,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that actually kept me from watching White Lotus for a long while. I was like, "This has nothing to do with a pious show,"
0: so yeah, I absolutely thought it was something it wasn't, right? Like it was really hyped up when it came out, and I was like, "Fuck that show!" And then I actually watched it. And I was like, "Ooh, yeah, fuck that show in a good way." <laughs> yeah, so it was fun. Thumbs up from hilarious. Us. Thumbs up. From it's, us. it's also very much a, a comedy, watch. you know,
1: and I will say. I kind of mm. needed that. It's, like, it's got commentary, but it's also fun.
0: Funny. Dark and dry and funny. Yes.
1: Yes. I do love my dry humor, so.
0: Yeah. Give it a watch. It's two seasons, six ups each No, no, no. The second season so is seven episodes. Oh, no, sorry. Seven. Which seven. I will seven. say. Don't be fooled. No, that fucked
1: me, because... <laughs> so i i finished watching all of season one of white lotus incidentally like towards the second half of when the second season was airing so i was like i'm just gonna wait i'm just gonna wait till the day right before the final episode of season two airs and so i kind of like got through almost all of that just in time for the season finale only for it to air and then i was like that wasn't the fucking finale. There's one more episode left, isn't there? <laughs> because I was like, it didn't show what happened. I was like, oh my oh, god. god! I was so mad. I was really, I was really mad for about fifteen minutes at myself mostly. Oh my god! <laughs> and and a little bit of you, <laughs> even though you didn't know either. Clearly, I think I messaged you like, Chloe, oh, that wasn't the
0: finale. <laughs> I was like, I found out when I watched last week. Maybe you should be watching weekly, as is intended, well, like God wanted you even to. Even when I watched right after that because you have an addiction yeah i'd like to binge you're you're a binge tv addict you have a problem
1: don't have a problem but i do binge watch um is it a problem i don't know is it a problem anyway
0: (laughs) it was good watch it sorry season one has six episodes and season two has seven as eliana mentioned
1: (laughs) I, I, i could still talk about rings of power but i actually don't want to anymore no, i have critiques no, i don't care anymore. we don't want to talk let's about
0: talk it. about the sex lives of college girls amazing like i don't have a lot of notes this season that just happened i don't want to spoil too much because yeah. it, it just happened but that's
1: true
0: um it's a perfect sitcom it, it's a great i mean it's an easily binged one uh the next couple here are kind of some bingy ones that i will blame you for you have rubbed off on me on that but they released these two at a time which is awesome uh for me because every thursday i would wake up and watch two episodes of them at a time. Because I work from home on Thursdays and Fridays. Yeah. And it was just a great season. Every single time you thought something was going to happen, it did, but in like a twisted way. Right? <laughs> everything from the very front of the season played off and like went wrong. And it was just a comedy of errors. And they are four of the funniest girls. Bella was oh everything gosh, to me this no. season. <laughs> Every single episode was just us yelling, Bella, no, at one another. Um, Kimberly got a couple Kimberly no's. Oh, no. All of them. These girls are making lots of mistakes in college, in their sex lives, and it's fun to watch. It is a blast. I think the one
1: critique I have with it is it needs more episodes. That's it. It's, it's yeah. so fun. And like I, you were saying it's a perfect sitcom. I do wish we had a little bit more of those like sitcom days where you had have what, tw- at least 20 episodes per season or something. Right. And I think that's my only yeah. critique. I just want more of it. It's just so
0: fun. I know. I would say though, for longevity's sake, it's going to work out better in the end because I think it will afford you like a more rewarding end. I also think, and I mean, I guess this is a good, like, coming off of Mindy Project, mm-hmm. right? When you look at how long those seasons were, I do think they could have been maybe snipped a little. And I think that she seems to have learned that in a lot of the things she does I think already. I mean,
1: Yeah, we're getting something interesting in this age of streaming, right? Some of them kind of hold you to X amount of episodes per whatever. It actually seems like people slash c- studios are less likely to invest in much longer seasons nowadays which is interesting but people kind of mm-hmm. get to decide I think the length of their seasons right like if White Lotus yeah. is seven they, they give you kind of the amount that maybe you think you need White Lotus seven episodes right you get I don't know
0: their mini series I like to put it into like the terms of looking at you know a normal office job Like, to do your job when you need resources for your job or when you're doing a project and when you have to complete certain roles in a project management kind of thing. Like, what do you go to your boss when you say you need something, Mm -hmm. right? So I think it's probably akin to that, right? Like, I need more space to get this done because of this, this, this. And I'm sure you have to argue for that pretty heavily in media, from what I've heard. But uh, I also do think HBO especially, because of what you're afforded in streaming on HBO Mm -hmm. too especially exclusively, I'm pretty sure like a lot of these sitcoms for HBO have been that length lately. Yeah. Right. You have hacks. Um oh, which season three was this good. Year? It was great. That was this year. Yup. It was great. I need to rewatch Same. it and I think I need to really give it more love and attention. I think I I mean it came out a similar timing to Never Have I Ever that we're gonna talk yeah. about here. But and we kinda binge both And I think you and I watched like a problem.
1: couple of the last episodes of Hacks together too, right?
0: Yeah, we did. We were um, I don't in a great work from home. It was the front yeah. of the year, I think, because I was still working from home. I think,
1: but I wasn't there,
0: right? What happened? No, I was there.
1: I was there. That was in yeah. May or something, right? Yeah, that was around the time that I found out that my grandmother was dying. Everyone, <laughs> so <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, trauma maybe blocked out part of your year. I think there so. For streaming for so. sure.
1: We should rewatch
0: we should be watching
1: no that. we should and also i mean it's a to it's a show a little bit about trauma too but that one is also very funny
0: yeah never have i ever was a blast to watch with you uh we actually watched it like in one sitting it dropped on netflix and we literally watched it on a friday in one sitting oh, that's right and then you and i were just live chatting each other as we go through we're like are, are you starting the next episode if you work with us, we were on PTO. Do not interact. We were on PTO. I had PTO. I took it in my ADP workplace location. You will find out I had PTO. So do not challenge it. Thank you. Do not interact. Uh, legally, I had to say that for legal purposes. So <laughs> she She was off. <laughs> she was on PTO.
1: Mm-hmm. Corroborated. Ugh. I have a witness. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I just need things playing in the background, right?
0: To... Yeah, data entry, especially for me, is like I need some music, some show, yeah.
1: something. Yeah, exactly. Depends. But if it's like writing, then I'm like, everything needs to be off. I'm about to write something stupid if I don't t- turn everything off. But yeah, never have I ever. Also very fun. And
0: who's your endgame? Who do you think is the real Mindy endgame for Never Have I Ever? I don't
1: know. I think it could be interesting. Like, we saw a trailer, right, this year where they're bringing in another third character, right? And making yeah. it a love quadrangle, if you will. And, you know, obviously it makes sense for them to, like, have an endgame as one of the two people who was introduced. But it could be interesting to have it be someone who wasn't brought in before, right? Because, like, let's be real. How many people... Really end up end game with their high school sweetheart.
0: Yeah, I think that would be a great way to subvert it, especially because like going back to Mindy, you see Mindy Project, you know how she ended up, and you're like, of course, it could never have been anything other than blankety blank blank blank. I won't spoil the ending that's already out, because <laughs> it's been out for Mindy a long Project. time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I I won't, but I mean that's like you think about that model, and she does tend to follow that model. You're in there. I mean, I was a Paxton Hall Yoshida forever, like, endgame, but I kind of feel like it could be wrapped up, and maybe it's Ben. Maybe it's Baby. Maybe it's, yeah, the random dude.
1: Maybe it's none of them, because she's going to go off to college at some point and then have her own sex lives of college girls. And then make mistakes like Bella? Or different mistakes that are not like Like Bella's. Yeah, like Kimberly's.
0: Kimberly's Kimberly pulls, uh, you know. That's the that's her story. I hope that's how that ends. Yeah, Kimberly does pull. It's really funny. I hope that Timothy that's how that Shelby's ends. Timothy sister. Ever... That's crazy. That's crazy to me that she is Timmy C's. I it's still crazy to me. I learned recently that
1: the what's her name Beanie Feldstein or something like she is Jonah Hill's sister.
0: Yeah, I didn't know I that heard about this. Yeah, anyway. So. Um, I finally listened. It's usually me yelling at you to watch stuff. But I finally listened to a handful of yours you yelled at me about. And I you am look- so close to finishing Abbott Elementary and catching up. You are up. way
1: better at actually listening to when I yell at you, I think, than the other way around. So give yourself yeah, credit. anxiety. <laughs> well, I also pick shorter, <laughs> more, I think, achievable
0: series. Listen, I give you fewer recommendations because of your hit ratio. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Abbott Elementary, don't tell me. Are they going to kiss yet? My God, don't tell me. Are they going to get together yet? My God, don't tell me. But I am at, like, episode, I think we're on episode 9 or 10. Last night we watched an episode, and then my husband started watching a movie, and I promptly fell asleep (laughs) because I drank a lot of wine. So... I need to get back into it tonight. We're watching. We're getting to the end, I think. We're going to Well, they it. had a mid-season but,
1: finale, so like now's a good time. You know, there's a little break before the rest of the season picks up.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the break that I'm trying to get to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's good, though. I love all the characters. Uh, you know, Melissa mm-hmm. is hysterical. I know a few Melissa's from the city. So <laughs> that makes me feel right at home because I'm in Philly. Uh, the whole show actually has a lot of things that I'm like, oh, yep. That's so real. Yeah. So real. The bathrooms going down in whatever episode. Oh, I my, god, oh my god, that's so right.
1: Real.
0: Yeah, you're a yeah, lot so further real, than I thought. So real.
1: It's a fun show. It's a really fun show. And yeah, I rewatched, I think, the mid season finale. I was like, that one was so great. I'm not amazing at like rewatching some episodes. So that one was awesome. And yeah, I love Ava it's also. Ava really cool. grew on me later yes. on and I was like, hmm, am I an Ava? I don't know. <laughs>
0: I like her too and that's funny you say that sometimes. I could see um, it. I could see it. It's that Leo energy. Exactly, exactly. And I love how annoying Janine is. Like it's actually affectionate how much I love that I I like her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She brings a great energy you know,
1: to that sort of everyone, everyone oh, yeah. in actually the show. Wonderful.
0: <laughs> um, you know, we're still airing through it right now. Gossip oh, Girl yeah. part 2 is out. I'm not I like it, and it's definitely watchable, but I just have to say, I always have a regular Generation 1 Gossip Girl going in the background, and I have to tell you, nothing beats G1. You know what I mean? Like, nothing will ever- I'm sorry, but you just can't match Gossip Girl Generation 1.
1: Absolutely. I think that this is just, like, a completely different show in many ways. I enjoy it, but it's doing something completely different. Like, you can't recapture, I think, this- that sort of style of teen drama from you know the the late aughts slash early 2010s there was something going on there and like slash in the aughts in general and I this is just it's its own different thing and it's fun it's fun but as you said like Serena and Blair were and like all how messy that entire show was in a, in a way that was very fun like It's iconic. You can't really, I think, recapture that. And what people expect out of shows, and especially shows about rich people, is very different nowadays.
0: That's what Lotus is for. I think that's another part of it. I think they're starting to really... Exactly! No, exactly, (laughs) because they're also doing a little bit of that, but not quite as much. They're exploring some of it, but I think they've only hit the surface. And I think, you know, some of it's a little... Cliche, which is what Gossip Girl was too already. Sure. Like of yeah, course yeah, yeah. it's exploring a lot of that cliche, you know, CW drama aspect. Um, sometimes I'm thinking it's taking itself a little too seriously, because I think that was something Gossip Girl Generation One did better is not taking itself fully seriously or taking itself seriously in a way that was still effective. Or ch- even if it's cheesy, sometimes I'm just like, all right, G two, you're you're trying too hard, girl.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, something else that I think that we both have watched, I don't have like, I just finished watching this, so I'm still processing it, was Andor, which I think a lot of people were watching this year, too. That was a fun show.
0: I loved it. I didn't expect to love it. I have not had, you know, I've tried to watch a lot of the cinematic universe Star Wars stuff, Hmm. but I haven't had a, it's been fine. It's not, like, been bad, necessarily. It's just been, I haven't been in love. I haven't been drawn to it. I haven't felt a lot of the heart of it. A lot of it reeks, in a way, maybe I just have, like, that horrible taste in my mouth from the last Ugh. Star Wars that they made. Uh, because that was, like... I haven't left a lot of movies, right? Like, there are maybe two movies I've seen that have been bad. <laughs> that one, like, in a theater. Like, yeah, I was yeah, sitting yeah. in a theater, and I was like, this is bad. That was one of them. The other one was the second Fantastic Beasts. Oh, my God, same. Like, yeah. <laughs> me and my husband's out there staring at each other going oh, this is, like, bad, bad. Like, are we staying? Like, we had to really reckon— Like, we didn't realize that it was that bad till we were a quarter of the way in, and we're like, well, we paid for these tickets, so I guess we'd better stay. But it was one of those movies that I was like, I don't think I need to watch that ever again. And a lot of that has reeked of that to me, or maybe it's a sour taste for me, that, like, I watch these shows and I'm like, I feel nothing? And it's like the Thrones effect, right? Like, it's hard to watch things and want them to pay off when they didn't build it up for seasons and seasons and seasons and seasons. So I don't know if it's just that, but Andor surpassed all of that. And maybe it's because Rogue One and was probably, in my opinion, one of the last few of these movies that meant anything, you know? That, and I really liked... I mean, Force Awakens was fine. I liked Last same. Jedi. Boo, hiss. I know some people will argue, but I loved it. Same. I thought it stood for a lot of what Star Wars is. I, I believe in Ryan Johnson, is my other thing. Also same. <laughs> yeah, he's great. But Rogue One was probably the next one that I was like, this is meaningful. This is what Star Wars is about. And Andor carried that. Yeah, Effectively, absolutely. it was beautiful. It was a really good slow burn. And then it was so poetic and sad. And I mean, I'm sorry, you didn't watch that last episode without standing up in your seat going like, yeah, it's Star Wars Rebellion. Fuck them. Yeah,
1: I didn't know that it was going to be more than one season. So... After that ended, I was like, so they're going to another season, which is great, right? Because I w- I wasn't sure where it ends if it ends like right before Rogue One and things like that. So very excited, and I mean, you just talked about Ryan Johnson. I've not yet watched Glass Onion. It just dropped, so
0: me either. Tonight might be the night for us. So I'll. Let I think I'm know.
1: gonna wait until like I'm with my partner or something because we watched Knives Out together. So yeah, but Andor, lots of fun. Something else that you and I. Both watch it I guess did what did the second season air this year of industry or was that in a previous year? You're the one who got me into this one. You're like, Oh yeah, you gotta watch industry.
0: Yes. So it aired this year. I started watching it literally like right when it aired when the new season started. Ah, okay. So by the time I got there, I was watching one a day because it's like forty forty five minutes. It's like British finance industry succession esque, you know, for those at home that haven't seen it. It's uh it's fun. It has, it's actually, as I, the the way I kept trying to get Eliana to watch it, because I was watching it, like, right up to, right when Hot D started, I was also watching through it. And I was like, it's the true Rhaenyra and Alicent. Eliana, you need to watch it. No, I'm just kidding. But there are two great female leads that are very different from one another, and both have very different flaws and very different strengths, and I love how they're written And they are these young girls that enter the finance world and they just have these different experiences and there's a great plot going through all of it. And I'm really glad I finally got you in on that one because that watching that was a blast. Um, There are some themes in season two. There's one of my favorite episodes was in season two, doing a lot of these plot lines that you get, you kind of hear them only a little bit here and there. And it's where you kind of find out that one of these lead characters is might seem like she's. I don't know, what, conniving, calculating, shrewd, you know, playing the game and better, but, like, also that she's just a very vulnerable human, and it was a really beautiful episode.
1: Yeah, and not only that, I think they took one of the characters who was in season one. He played a big role, right? Uh, And then they made him Mm -hmm. much more of a main role this second season, and he is, I think, one of the most, you know, gray characters in it, and I, I love... The relationship that he has with one of the main characters—it's not like a romantic one. It's—it's, it's, but they have a fascinating, fascinating like chemistry and relationship between them, and they really built into that and like went into that even more and pushed it. So mm-hmm. he's one of it. yeah. Well, I didn't want to spoil it based yeah. on what happens. Well, okay, I'm sorry, sorry everyone. No. <laughs> but God. I love I love his journey. I think Same. the way that he and Harper play off each other is so interesting.
0: There's a lot of that great, I don't know, I mean, like, I, I'm just thinking back to, like, my dad, he worked for a company for a long time, and he lost his job at one point, or kind of, it wasn't even losing it. Like, he was, like, forced to be demoted, mm. like, they put him down, just because, you know, of capitalism, and it was also when the economy had mm-hmm. fallen. So there's a lot going on, and I just saw the way they, like, destroyed his body Right? Like, over the years, the 30 years of service he gave them, and then they were just, like, kicked him to the curb like a fucking animal. And so there's something in that theme of just, like, watching, like, this is what you work for, this is what you waste your soul for, you lose all this time spending with your family, you know, like, you're like, no... I have to sacrifice my family, my friends, my personal life, my relationships, my sanity to get this golden fucking goose egg that is like the rat race, right? That we're all supposed to be working towards whatever field you're in, whether it's high stakes finance or not, right? Even lower, like the idea of just like giving your all, being broken, even when you're the best and like how you rebuild yourself as a person. And I've seen my dad you know, he rebuilt himself completely as a person after that and changed his values and the things like that he felt were important for him and his family and what he wanted for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And so it was a horrible experience, but it like changed him as a person, which is really interesting to watch happen in a show effectively. And this show does that with like, not just Eric, but with Harper and with Yaz and with Robbie and Gus and all these characters. Oh, and Gus I think sorry. they're just like, yeah, Gus is great, right? He is dense he is a lot to play you never
1: with. know where where gus's story is gonna go it's very interesting so
0: <laughs> it's true you gotta watch it industry y'all. it's yeah. a hbo max industry industry
1: okay i know that <laughs> hbo first of all first of all wait a couple of things hbo stop taking your shows off right stop stop removing shows from your platform all right second of all yeah we are not chills for hbo but if HBO would like to sponsor us. It just happens that we watch all now is we can- the time. We just happen to watch a lot of HBO shows. We're just saying and Gossip Girls gone canon coming to you in 2023. Yeah. I did not watch Westworld season 4 even though I watched the past three seasons, but I am really sad that they are removing that.
0: So, yeah, I'm hoping we can save a handful of these shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they're taking it completely off the platform. Like they're taking Please Don't Touch My Industry. <laughs>
1: It's crazy. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm always scared the hours are next.
1: Okay, but, like, actually, there was just so much stuff that came out from HBO this year. I don't know if it was because of pandemic, like, production, etc. And so there was a lot of stuff for us to watch, including, speaking of comedies, because apparently that's a lot of what we also watch on HBO, Righteous Gemstones. That finally returned this year, and... As always, it's just a hilarious show, and if you're not watching, it's got a very comedic take on like super churches and everyone is just crazy and wild, you know? If you like some of the humor in White Lotus or some of the stuff on Succession, Righteous Jumpstones is much more explicitly a comedy and it just does ridiculous, hilarious stuff. Highly recommend. And we even joined some of our friends who were watching Righteous Gemstones this year to discuss our thoughts on, I mean, the overall series, but especially this latest season. Our friends over at Direwolf City and our friend Ara. And I know that, Chloe, you actually have done quite a bit of collaboration with Ara on a couple of <laughs> other HBO shows.
0: Yes righteous gemstones i cannot get over how funny righteous gemstones is it's a it's a danny mcbride show so if you haven't watched any of his humor he's classic there definitely is like you know asshole pissy boy humor right like you know eliana you're like a 12 year old boy but (laughs) it's a great show it makes fun of i guess like the capitalization the money making part of the church and never makes fun of the actual church, which I kind of respect, just the, the money-making part. But that said, we had such a blast with Dire Wolf City and back on our HBO train, I also covered Euphoria over with Ara uh, Last, God, I can't believe that was 2022 as well. Beginning of 2022, I covered Euphoria every week on Ara's channel, uh, so you gotta check it out. We'll drop a couple links before, but fun show, silly show. Nothing serious. I had fun this year with HBO shows.
1: We're at done with our HBO plot, though, incidentally. That, that is just a coincidence. And so here's a video game. <laughs> here's a video game that we both played this year, which is crazy that it was also this year. Uh, Pokemon Legends of Arceus. That was this year, right? <laughs> I don't even know.
0: I think it was this year. I do have a critique on that same note, though, is that I did love it, but I didn't feel like it had longevity as a game because I don't go back to it. Some people do. I have lost interest in it and it was a quick loss of interest. And so really I'm playing and I know you want to. I'm playing Pokemon Violet. (laughs) Uh, You need to get your switch and find it or we have to I don't know what we got to do. I tried last
1: night. Turns out it's not where it's not where I thought it was. Well, I don't want a different one cuz all my save files are in the other one.
0: I know. I know. I don't know what to do for you. I can't do I it. Know. I know. Otherwise, I can't. If I can't put money on it, I can't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> but you need to find it because Pokemon Violet has been a blast. I've loved it. I've loved it longevity-wise. I think I like it more than Arceus. Arceus sucked me in burned me out i couldn't breathe couldn't sleep couldn't think i was sneaking my switch in my car to work for lunch i had to play it and then all of a sudden now i don't want to play it and this could just be the adhd burning through me Mm. all the time but i gotta say i think scarlet violet might have more longevity even with the bugs i know a lot of people have complained there are some visual graphic bugs but I've been playing that Disney Dreamlight Valley, like I said, and it glitches all the time and boots me out and doesn't save the game before, and you get fucked.
1: Oh, that's annoying.
0: Where, yeah, it's really annoying, but Pokemon Violet, I think I've had one glitch that kicked me out of the game and it saved. And it was one. I've heard from people,
1: like, simultaneously say in the same breath, and by that I mean tweet, that Pokemon Scarlet Violet is, yeah maybe one of the glitchiest games they've ever played, but also one of, like, the most fun, like, the most fun that they've ever had playing a Pokemon game. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited for whenever that happens to me. I will say, even though I haven't played yet, something that has disappointed me is it sounds like you don't have a lot of clothes to choose from, and let's be real, like, a really big impetus for me in playing any of the Pokemon games and winning battles (laughs) is to buy cooler clothes in the game. What? (laughs) I just want to
0: dress up my avatar. (laughs) Hey, I know you're a princess. That's who you are. Uh, I'm I'm the same way, though. Like, that's really, that's one of the pros I could tell you about Disney Dreamlight Valley if you want to join me someday when you find your Switch, is that it is, it's litty. It's fun. It's a blast. You can change your clothes. You can design your own clothes. You can do your hair. You get all this stuff. It's really fun. But Pokemon, no. You can, however, change your hat and change your backpack. I know that's not a lot, but you can. And I believe you can edit your hair to a different style. Oh, okay, hairstyle. interesting. The thing that's really customizable is the food. I do. You can make a yeah. lot of different sandwiches I and like feed that. your animals that, and so I think that will keep you busy. And picnics are fun. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's how they make eggs. They like. What do you mean they make eggs like the kind that you hatch into other Pokemon or that you eat? They make eggs when you t- you do a picnic and you. It's like when you can go camping in Sword Shield, but. Yeah. While you're hanging out, picnicking, you can give them a shower, you can throw the ball for them, you could feed them, you could talk to them, pet them, and then they can go off and make babies during that time, apparently, and you just check the little basket by your picnic table, you just click it, and you're like, oh, wow, there's eggs in here, do you want to take them? And you have a a little thing you ride on, a little Pokemon. But not ride on. A little Mulefa Pokemon, as I've shown you, that you get to ride on. That's a different Pokemon. Pokemon. If you go up and down... (laughs) Not like that, but (laughs) no, not Rhydon, not Rhyhorn either. But if you ride Mm. up and down on your Pokemon, it like doubles the time Mm. and there's other things that can double your time. You can eat a sandwich that has egg power and like that boosts any egg power, like having eggs pop up while you picnic or hatching them in half. I think it cuts it. It's really fun. And shiny chance goes up. The other thing that's fun. Yeah, there's a lot of this new gen that I'm really excited about. I've had just a really good time playing with it so far, and I know that when you join up, you'll have a blast too. I'm dying.
1: So what starter? I think I'm gonna do Fue because like, let's be real, that's, I wanted Big Dumb Boy, so.
0: Well, and I have two of the starters. I have a Fue and I have, I chose Spicy Cat. What did you
1: start with? Okay. Sprigatito, yeah, yeah, the one that
0: I chose our cute little green kitten, yeah, Sprigatito.
1: I can't get out of my head how someone put Sprigatito's name to Despacito back then, before the <laughs> games ever even released. Like this was around the time that they were just like announced, oh. and it was like Sprigatito. So I don't remember the rest of, the <laughs> of that song, so.
0: Definitely cute. Uh I really like that one. I'm trying to uh get oh. some of the shinies soon of that one. I'm trying to I've got a couple of sprigatitos hanging around in my inventory right now. Yeah. Well, I guess uh other than that and like City Skylines, one of your really good friends got me unfortunately into City Skylines. That's taken <laughs> Oh, I thought you got that's right, that's right. No, your friend got me into that. And I bought like the humble bundle this summer. And I've just been making cities. It's been such a blast. In fact, I only brought my work computer on this trip to my parents for the holidays with me. And I made the sacrifice last second. I was like, you're bringing your switch. You don't need your computer. You're only going to be there five days. You don't need to game. You do not need to play City Skylines. You do not need to. So... I had to tell myself, no Sims 4, no Sims 3, no Sims 2, no City Skylines. I'm a mess. I'm an absolute mess.
1: Yeah, I had to cut myself off between in the middle of, like, 2022 game of the year, Elden Ring. Because... <laughs> well we moved right and we put a bunch of our stuff in storage and so just like I don't know where my switch is I have no idea where the PS4 that I got for a steal I know that we're on PS5 now and that I would have a much better time playing the game probably on a PS5 but you know what I'm not even playing the game at all right now it is it is a sore spot for me I don't want to talk about it it was so fun
0: I actually got a hard drive for my PS4 today, huh. or yesterday for Christmas for my husband. He got me because I was running out of space, yeah. and he was like, I want you to play all your games without sacrificing it. So that was nice, yeah. So I, I'm a big PS4 or I have no want to move on because otherwise i do play a couple pretty games but they aren't really that pretty that i care like avengers isn't that pretty or fun like it's just a mash game yeah and i like the spider-man games but it's it's not worth going to a ps5 for those for me like same reason i'll like go through phases of playing it uh i just don't have a reason yet I, i mean otherwise i play like stardew valley and hades which again you don't need to be in 4k for that
1: yeah. I considered briefly getting one when I thought there was a deal, but there wasn't on PS5. So I didn't get one. And also where am I going to play it? Nowhere. Right. And so <laughs> I considered it because it seems like people are having fun playing. What is it? God of War right now? Oh
0: yeah,
1: That one seems like people are having fun. And so, but I didn't. Uh, but speaking of Hades, it's not out this year, but I think you and I are super You got me to finally play that this year. I had bought it before because it was on sale, but I don't think I'd actually booted it up. Oh my god, it was so fun. I haven't gotten It was actually such
0: a good challenge.
1: I haven't even like finished making my way through like that many times, but I'm also like so excited for the second one now, like after watching the trailer that dropped this year for the second Hades, I was like, something reawakened in me. I was like, I have to find the switch again. And have I succeeded? No. (laughs) Maybe actually you got me to play Hades last year. Now that I think about it, I'm trying to remember Mm -hmm. when I visited you. I think it was last year. I think it was last
0: year. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. I'm losing track of time, but it looks like they're incorporating much more sort of like magic
0: mechanics. And that seems super cool. It kind of looks like it will actually like be even more, more lore on mythology and connecting it, but also like them being tangential and getting away to new things. So I'm excited about that. I guess uh, I want to know what are you working on? Like, what's your what are you gonna finish in 2023? I I started two things so far.
1: I think I could finish this actually in 2022. I'm about 25 to 30 percent way through the final book of the Greenbone Saga. Which the the titles of those books are Jade City, Jade War, and now I'm on the last one Jade Legacy. And it's really fun. It's very cool. It's like, it's a bunch of people and they have like kind of special powers that are given to them sort of through like magic and using, you know, jade, right? And it's Mm -hmm. like very inspired by. Martial arts and, you know, like '70s um, Asian cities, right? Kind of like mid-century Hong Kong, things like that. And it's a fun, it's a fun series. And they've got some really, really strong character motivations and stories beyond like the cool, like fighting and magic, etc. And Yeah, also something else that I started that I think, I don't remember if it's still ongoing. I don't know if you started this already. Our friend, Shea, recommended it to us was Interview with a Vampire. I just started the first episode. I have to, I don't know, go figure out one of the, like, streaming ways. I'm trying to figure out this AMC stuff, but the first episode was so good.
0: Oh man, I'm excited. It was good. on our list for when we return. I have heard nothing but great about it.
1: Yeah, um... Jacob Anderson is, I mean, obviously we all loved him, right, as,
0: as Grey Worm, but, like, that man has range. That's kind of what I'm really excited for. Like, I love the story itself. I've read a lot of Anne Rice, actually, especially back, like, probably middle school, I read a lot of Anne Rice. But I've heard that this is just a beautiful adaptation of it. And like they've really brought the tension, and Jacob does a great job. So I'm excited to get into it finally. It's just the stars haven't quite aligned because of the holidays, but I think they will align when I return home. Yeah. So how about you? What are you making your way through? Okay. So book wise, I am on chapter three of Lord of the Rings. (laughs) I'm proud of you. If anyone's charting this at home, it's further than me. It's been three months since I started Lord of the Rings. It's nothing against the book. It's honestly, I haven't had a great amount of time for reading outside of like reading things we have to talk about. We're too busy watching HBO and watching HBO things as they drop to talk about. Yeah. Apparently we are watching a lot of HBO, but also, you know, we've had a really crazy season. I mean, house of the dragon, a song of ice and fire brand, his dark materials. We just finished up that third book a little earlier this year. And then the third season came out, uh, we've just had a full plate it's been really a fun year though it's kept us busy so I've been trying to get back into Lord of the Rings I had to drive a lot this week so I haven't had time to really read on vacation and I'm thinking next year will be the time I have a couple of days off when I first get back from my family's house out here so I'm gonna read a few more chapters and I'm not gonna promise that I'll finish the series like Little Miss You in 2022 but I will finish this maybe this book next year at least hopefully because it is kind of embarrassing that i have not applied myself more but i know it'll be there right like they're not going anywhere so they've been there for a while as
1: far as we know i don't think so yeah yeah they're i, they're, I discussed this with our friend matt like uh i thought that they came out <laughs> earlier i thought they came out like first half right like 19s, mm-hmm. 10s, 20s turns out they they're much more recent than i thought
0: yeah, that is kind of funny, because it does feel like these have been out since, like, the 1400s. Like, you know, people were just born back then with Lord of the Rings in their cradle.
1: Yeah, they were born back then. They were like, you know what? World War I.
0: I mean... I mean... That's what my husband would have me believe. They just put him in the cradles, I'm telling you. Is that not when what the every war nerd between boy the Titans... Oh my gosh. They oh my just... god. Uh, see, and the problem is that you tell Lord of the Rings so much better to me. <laughs> see? That was a better story How so? by my, my secondhand knowledge but then i'm like matt
1: matt explain
0: why this thing like this i've seen the movies many times it's just i need to retain the truth of it all the book of it all so we'll see yeah now something i am working my way through i'm on season two of the tutors love it it's uh you know not out this year it's just it's a late addition to my lineup I've always wanted to watch it. I like the fantasy, historical, fiction, you know, all that kind of crap. I like that, as you all are aware. So I'm into that. Uh And then the one I really want to shine a light on before we close out for the year. Oh, my God. Before we talk to you next year. Uh The one I really want to shine a light on is The Americans, which also has ended a while ago. Not too long ago, like in the 20 teens. I didn't know it was but, done. Yeah. Yeah, it's done. And it, I hear I haven't gotten there yet. I'm only on season two, season three. But it's uh, Russian spies in the 80s and it's a family. You know, they have a couple of kids and they move in down the lane from the next door neighbor, the FBI agent. <laughs> so it's crazy cat and mouse tension. Uh, it just goes on and on. It's amazing. It's really good. I wish I had watched it sooner in my life, but it's such a good slow burn that we watch. Like We watch it with dinner, right? We make dinner and I'm like, let's watch our Americans episode. It's our one-off episode for the night. And I think we'll definitely finish this in 2023. We started a couple months ago or a month and a half ago and we're at season two, season three. So we're halfway in. The end I hear is like one of the best show endings of all time, of all shows. I've heard. Yeah. That's just what I've heard.
1: I've heard that it's really good. I didn't hear about the ending because clearly I did not know that this show was done, but I've (laughs) I've heard it's a really fun show.
0: Yeah. I think that you should give it a watch. It's uh, it's on Hulu right now. Oh, okay. Hulu yeah nice nice i really recommend it if you haven't watched it at home uh carrie russell and matthew reese is that his name i think matthew reese they are the head parentals and they just give such riveting performances and there's so much emotion in every single thing it's amazing you gotta watch it it's uh it's devastated me a few times it's got my ass a couple times
1: I've been watching different of different family of spies, Spy Family, the anime. Oh completely God. different vibe. But if you need to decompress after watching The Americans, that's my recommendation. It's also on Hulu, so
0: you'll definitely need to because it's stressful at times.
1: Yeah, Spy Family is like heartwarmingly, like adorable and hilarious. So uh... they, maybe they go hand in hand.
0: These are the. <laughs> two sides. You do a whole movie weekend and show weekend. You know, you put, you sandwich spy kids in between both of these. Oh my god,
1: spy kids. Aren't they making, did I imagine that they're about to make a new spy kids?
0: Don't hurt me like this. Why improve on perfection? I mean, Sylvester Stallone in 3D, that's a way to go. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be
1: hilarious though. Like, and I guess what, they'd be adults. And I don't know, you're right, maybe we don't need it. Just like, While I am enjoying new gossip girl, did we need it? I don't know. But I'll watch it. That's true. Actually, I will watch if they make a new Spy Kids, just like they're putting out a Rush Hour four. That one I am excited about.
0: Absolutely. Well, from our hearts, our familias, our I don't know, our places, home for the holidays or whatnot. You know, from us to you, thank you for the great year for listening to us for taking the time to always send us notes and likes and comments and check us out and to another year of very many merry podcasts. Well, you'll get your brand stark back soon. You'll get your final his dark materials episode soon. Uh, And I'm crying. I'm sobbing. I'm puking. And we'll be back.
1: We will in the next year and who knows what other wonders will come. We still have the one more treat for our patrons before the end of this year though. we are covering George R. R. Martin's short story, the ice dragon add that to your list of things that both Chloe and I have consumed this year.
0: Yeah, it was fun. I can't wait for you guys to hear our thoughts on it. I really liked it.
1: Yeah, I did. I did.
0: Well, that's all from us and we'll talk to you next year.
1: Bye.